content advisory warning. The contents of this podcast will offend the easily offended. What you are about to hear is not intended for children, the puritanical, or the narrow-minded. We will offend. Sometimes we will make corrections. Other times we will tell you to fuck off. But we will always discuss without canceling because we cannot become better individuals if we are not willing to have open and honest discussion. This is your only warning. Dick. Take the fucking on ramp. Here it comes. Go, go, go. I'm going to listen to this and I'm going to be like, you dumb son of a bitch, Scott. Dry hockey. Dick. That's his new name. It's no longer soccer. Um, or even football. It was invented by a Canadian on a moose drinking maple syrup, obviously. It has no logic, no remorse. <laughs> like Tim Hortons in his hand. And they stole jazz from fucking New Orleans. <laughs> like, dick. <laughs> the cradle of jazz to fucking Utah. <laughs> to Utah. To fucking Mormon land. Dick. Have you seen bird dick? That only shows how easy it is to imitate humanity. Like, we're, we're not as complicated as we like to think we are. And that you don't use your dick. Hit it with the big man. My wife sat there and looked at my dick. Town said, like, sweetie, this thing's really, really thin. No empathy at all. None. Not a bit. We just have we just higher, have higher levels of testosterone. That's all. I think blowjobs are the highest form of fire. Dick, how is that a question? But we're, we're always making things hard for Joe. He gets off on this. Floppy, floppy. Dick. And you want to give him a clap? Come on. <laughs> clap for me. Come on. Do it with your ass cheeks, though. <laughs> Joe's like, Joe is the masochist, and so. Dick. Welcome to From Here to Paternity, the dumpster fire of conversation. This is a podcast of four fathers coming together to discuss a variety of topics while trying to understand what it means to be a father, a man, and a healthy human being in this era. We created this podcast as a means to leave something behind for our children to one day understand us as the imperfect human beings that we are. Through this podcast, we can help ourselves to become overall better people participating in this mad and bizarre experiment that is existence. We will discuss complex and difficult topics at times. We aim to grow as people by being courageous enough to be openly honest receptive enough to be challenged and to learn together from our mistakes. At best, these discussions are lessons from which our future progeny might learn. We appreciate you taking time out of your life to listen to our nonsensical blatherings, and hopefully it is an example of synchronicity that has brought us all together. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Here's to better understanding each other and maybe along the way become a better people because of it. Hello and welcome to from. Oh man, I messed it all up. <laughs> Keep that in, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and cut. Hello and welcome to From Here to Paternity, the dumpster fire of conversation. Um, I am Scott, the man who watches birds and polishes turds. Pass it on to D. I'm Big D, the man with all the plans and the painful leg currently anyway uh pass it on to eric hi i'm eric the unapologetic geek um writer of paradox purveyor of streaming heats and uh pass it off to joe and i'm joe 
your editor extraordinaire. In chief. So, in yeah, chief. Yeah. Editor in chief. And uh, I want to, uh, um, yeah, he's definitely the one that makes this uh, like listenable yes. in any way, shape, or form. All right. <laughs> and so I just want to remind everybody we do have a, a Facebook page that you can reach out to um, from here to paternity. Um, and also a Twitter page uh, at F Paternity um, that you can connect with us at. Um, no, you want to at F Paternity. You know it. Yeah, right. You want to at F that bitch. You want it. Right. <laughs> you should also be able to find if you look up from here to paternity. Um, so today we're going to continue with the the our, our series on the dystopian future. So... Well, Damien present. <laughs> oh yeah, we're we're already making our steps there, right? And so, Damien, I think you wanted to to um, who who is there? Who well, who wants to like necessarily? Well, let's let's let Eric lead something. off with what he was talking about. We can uh, yeah. Didn't you? What was uh, I talking about? I don't even remember. Uh, you had some. Oh crap! <laughs> no, Here so, we all are all, all unprepared no, no, no. again. No, 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 no. So okay, all right, all right. Then no, I'll, no, I'll, no, no, no. I'll take what the lead. Was it that Eric said that he w wanted to talk about. I can't. There remember. was something like timely, like something related to current events. Yeah, that I thought was relevant. Yeah. Um, shit! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> it's it, it's in the chat, guys. Well, it's in the chat. Was it the ground news article or was it the AI no, no, that stuff? Was something I just discovered. It was something yeah. like I mentioned a couple days ago. Um, oh well, so days so ago, anyways, let's sure. just continue yeah. with the uh, uh, the conversation of of um, our like one of the issues is is the the concern of like I think one of the bigger biggest issues is is our media issues and Eric. You know, we talked a lot about like the fact that you know you have the the mainstream media, which you know we talked about the corruption of everything, right? Last time, and with the mainstream media, you have the same people that are purchasing our politicians that are pur purchasing our media in order to keep them silent, right? Um, so that they're not going after. You know, particular businesses is hard. They're letting this corruption go by, you know, like they'll point out the corruption of physicians and prescribers with the opiate addiction, you know, addiction issue. Right. The opiate epidemic. And, and they'll talk about how, you know. The money corrupted the poli or corrupted the the physicians that the pharmaceutical companies were uh, uh, paying them through favors, bribes, trips, all that different stuff, right? But yet, at the same out of you know, in the same conversation, if you try to bring it up with politicians, they'll say they're like the politicians are above that, which is you know, to me, just shows their explicit. Um, you know, absolute bias and, and part of the corruption issue. And so then we turn and talk to, about um, like micro, like smaller independent media. And one of the things that I, I've been thinking about recently with regard to that, because I do love the, the smaller independent media, but one of the downfalls of them is that 
they kind of fall into the same trap as the mainstream media because it it becomes this it, what our media is kind of becoming is outrage porn. Yeah, they're chasing viewers and, and listeners and readers, you know, and the little guy can't get a foot in the he doesn't have the audience that Fox or CNN or MSNBC has. So they have to try to get people in somehow. And how do you do that? You, you know, outrage. Well, I've been I've been following this this group called the the Dispatch, which is basically David French. If you know who that is, you know, a bunch of people on the right who splintered off because of Trump and started to try to their own media thing. That wasn't outrage porn. That was like specifically their their goal was to just talk about the news in a rational way. And at the beginning, they were really good at it. And then as time went on, they just kept getting further and further into the outrage porn that they said they were against, which, you know, that seems to be the pattern that like. That's just what gets you money. That's what gets you attention. That's just the way it works. Yeah, um, you got to have that clickbait to draw attention. Well, like I like y'all have known for a long time that I like the, the, the young Turks and like. For years, like, have, like, financially, like, supported their show for for years. I still do. But one of, you know, and I've always liked the concept that they, that you know exactly where their bias is, right? They have a very progressive bias, right? And so, you know, like, they'll they'll state the article or they'll state the news. And then when they give their opinion, you know where the opinion's coming from. And I and that was something early on that they had done that was a little bit different than a lot of other people. Like you have, you know, Fox News saying they're fair and balanced, but then they've always called like that's <laughs> always been their tag. Laugh if you say that. Yes. Like, just, yeah, I know. Fair and but balanced. it's 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 amazing how like even from the start, like well, it was always Republicans that that followed Fox News. You gotta understand their idea of fair and balanced is that they see the left like you know, media machine is all this like way far left stuff, which it's not. I mean, there is some, but most of it isn't way, way far left. But anyway, they, they there's used, a left bias, but it's a well, I'm saying when it bias, when it came in, when bias. it came into being, when Fox News came into being and they started calling themselves the, you know, uh, you know the fair and balanced. Um, they thought they it, were bringing balance. They thought it, they were right. bringing balance by bringing in a far right you know, media channel that uh, only, yeah, you bringing know, balance to the force the way Anakin Skywalker did. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's like, they're putting their weight on the scale on this side, but it's like, no, you're not, you're not selling yourself that way though. You're selling yourself as, as being a fair and balanced news, like reporting. Right. But in reality, what you're talking about is, is that you're putting your thumb on the scale on this side. Yeah. Is what and what was about, the, so. what was the show they actually had where they had a, a liberal and conservative, on it, it was Hannity like, and Combs. Oh. Hannity, Hannity and Combs. That's, right. it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Alan Combs. And unfortunately, like Alan Combs was just just weak sauce. And then you had like Hannity, Sean Hannity, who was just like just an idiot bully. And and, and weirdly so, enough, he was like better then. Than, I mean, he's gone even know, further off the deep end. Hannity is oh, like a crazy town. But yeah. like he was always kind of crazy now he's really crazy yeah and yeah he right? just railroaded combs just because he's a bigger personality he's loud yeah. right you know yeah. right and and alan combs is just like very i mean he like i hate this concept or this term of like quote-unquote limp wristed um liberal or whatever because it's it's such a a um homophobic you know 
statement. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and, and, but Combs like kind of personified that, that, you know, description, right? And that was like a really big, and he was, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say that's basically because Combs was, Fox News's minstrel, like they, yeah. it was his. Mm-hmm. They were they're like stereotypical liberal. Mm-hmm. They they used him to represent it. Exactly, they do that. They have their token liberal on Fox News all the time. Um, right. I can't remember who it is now because I don't watch Fox News and watched it in years. But like, they always have somebody, and it's always somebody who's like the worst example of what a liberal is. It's like right. what a right winger would think a liberal is. You know, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. It it perpetuates it perpetuates a. Um, a stereotype, right? That that right. people want to have about it, right? And you know, and and again, like a lot of media does this, and I like you know, and like even the Daily Show does this, and they've started to get better about like going like, wait, you're asking me because I'm the the token Asian person, or I'm the token black person, or I'm the token right? Like right. you're having me talk about this because I'm that that thing, which in and of itself shows your bigotry, right? That, that you just can't have a group conversation about this topic, right? That, you know, us talking about the black experience, like we can talk about (laughs) it in an empathetic way, but none of us have walked it. And so it just, it it just comes off, you know, poor, like, and, and so, so I get having like, you know, black people on to talk about that experience yeah, I mean, they because be they've lived it but they shouldn't be Absolutely. the entire conversation yeah right right and then and then but also you know fox news has always been really really bad about getting the token person to come in to support what the the biased pre uh, uh, uh the biased notions that people have already held that watch that right that like you know like, because when they talk about like Chicago or, you know, when it comes like Chicago or Philadelphia about crime or Baltimore about crime, not saying that they don't have crime, but when you look, there's a, also a lot of like very small conservative areas that have high rates of crime. And in fact, per, per capita, higher rates of crime than like Chicago and, and some of these larger cities in a lot of cases. And they never bring up like small town Whiteville and all the crime that are that's in there. They never talk about like the meth, you know, meth. epidemic, <laughs> right? The meth epidemic that's all throughout like Midwestern U.S., you know, and all the white people, white people in their trailers that have nobody around, you know, for miles around cooking the meth in there because no one can smell it. Right. And like and how this is such an, a, an epidemic and never, you know, like white people oftentimes don't get painted as the drug addicts yeah. and the perpetuating and, and, and it's always say, someone I, else i read a st- it's always the other I, I could be wrong and this could be old information too because it's been a while since i did research yeah. into crime statistics so it did it's like maybe five years since i looked into all of this but i want to say that a police officer is more likely to get shot at by a white person than by a black person um it, it, it just in these situ in situations like you know dealing with the crime ridden parts of white society, if you will, you know, um, I want to say that that's, that's true, but I could be wrong at this point. I mean, it sounds yeah. reasonable. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, well, it's it. where the majority of the population still, so yeah. it would make sense. Statistics. And let's wise. also, yeah, let's also say it feeds into my stereotype and generalization of that. <laughs> get off my land. Exactly. Right. Like, yeah. like the, because again, mm-hmm. you gotta like, 
But we, we that, paint this picture of like the 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 hood and like black people and whatnot being these this you know horribly dangerous folks and whatnot. But yet you know more cops are getting shot at by white people. Is my whole point. So what was like, the what was the Wyoming stereotypes against like you know rural mm-hmm. white people? I mean, it's, it's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to make an equivalence yeah. here, but I'm just right. saying that that is yeah, still a no, thing. no. <laughs> I, I'm not yeah. I'm not discounting that either. But you know, you hear about the Black Panther militia. But you don't hear a lot, except for like since January 6th. But prior to that, you didn't hear a lot about all of the militias like that you have in like Michigan and Georgia and like the three <laughs> percenters, yeah. North yeah, Dakota. Jesus right. Christ. Like, I mean, like you had the There's Bundy Ranch, like actually holding up guns towards like the police and nobody talked about them. Yeah, nobody talked to them about them being thugs and criminals and dangerous like people like that. You know, the only no time one t- white people are called thugs is in ice hockey. Like that's right. the only time that ever right. happens. Right, right, <laughs> right. And that's actually kind of a like also like it's it's kind of held up, right? Well, yeah, it's kind of like goon. Like it's it's like a good thing. Exactly right. Oh, I love that movie. That's such a good movie. Goons. Oh, I love that movie too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I think that's I think that's a a a sports movie that's so underrated and doesn't get brought up enough as as in in the in the (laughs) hierarchy of like amazing sport movies. Um, But no, like because like, again, also and it goes into this like recently with um, the women's national championship, like uh, basketball championship. And you have uh, Caitlin Clark with my Iowa Hawkeyes doing the like you, the you can't John see me yeah. <laughs> right and like you can't see me thing right to people and trash talking and all this stuff and then when angel angela reese or angel reese does the exact same thing that to caitlin clark that caitlin clark was doing to everybody else like i loved the south carolina game that iowa did where caitlin clark was like, I'm not even going to cover you at the three, three point line because you're just not even going to, I'm not even going to worry about you because you're just not. And it's like, it's trash talking on such a level of disrespect that was to me like epic, right? I loved it. <laughs> but then she did it with LSU and LSU dropped the shit on us. Like they were nailing threes. They got it like that behavior. Yeah. Like I, I, I posted on our, our, our thread that. Like in that moment, Caitlin, you know, like I, you know, I believe like when it comes to athletics, right. And not in actually doing this, but like performatively talk shit, get hit. Right. (laughs) Like you want to talk shit. That's fine. Because on that field, on that court, on that rink, on that whatever, I'm going to outplay the shit out of you. And you're just going to get, you know, athletically hit. Right. Performancely. Right. Right, exactly, right? And Caitlin Clark fucked around and found out. Yep. And we got so far behind because she didn't want to cover her person on the perimeter and they wanted to, and again, like that may have been the coach's plan was mm-hmm. close up. They're a bigger team than we are. So we need to be on the inside and not worried about the perimeter, but they killed us on the perimeter. And that's what, and we got behind. We never were able to catch back up because Caitlin Clark, you know, because of a, a lot of different things, right? And so then, so Angel Reese was like, you want to try and disrespect us like you disrespected South Carolina. You can't see us. Guess what? 
you fucked around and now we got the ring, right? Like, ta-da. I was like, you go, man. I'm a Hawkeye. I love my Hawkeyes. I am a, like, Hawkeye till I die kind of thing. But we fucked around and we found out. And then everyone blew up that she was a thug. She was just classless. Mm-hmm. All this Angel Reese was classless. I'm like, no. Caitlin Clark was classless for not respecting them. For not being, you know, like, RT Iowa was classless. Because we didn't respect the fact that LSU was a damn good team. And they dropped threes on us and just, like, basically Golden Stated us. They, like... Mm-hmm. She and did, fucking, didn't like, she go ahead. didn't she come out afterwards and and said you know um I'm not you know it, it's I'm not mad at her for for her doing yeah. the finger thing and it's like yeah I have no problem with that at all we were you know we were both uh you know uh cutting up and you know or, or uh, shit talking basically and that's what I get you know because well, I couldn't and, hold up my end and so. not just not just them mm-hmm. everyone yeah. Sports is all about bravado. Yeah, you think anybody who likes sports would know that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. Half of the game is getting in your opponent's head. <laughs> yeah, so many, so many of the larger names. Um, oh, now, like you had Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports, and oh, what's his name that used to have his own MSNBC show? Um, he was he was the one that was going against. Uh, Bill O'Reilly at the time back in the day, and he used to be an ESPN announcer. Oberman? Um, no, 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 no. Um, I'll find his name later. Um, God, I can't believe I'm brain farting. But they were like this, you know, they were like some big sport media names. They were like, this is classless and blah, 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 blah. But I later on, um, the one I what can't does remember. What have to do with sports anyway? <laughs> Oh, I know. Like, right? <laughs> there's not a lot of class in the sport. A bunch of people running around in skimpy little uniforms, sweating and playing right. with a ball. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, you can Come lose on. gracefully or you can win gracefully and yeah. show some class. But yeah. in general, sports is not a classy sp- thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. And oh, uh, Oberman. Uh, that's his name. Uh, Keith Oberman. Didn't I say that? You just Didn't said I, I, that. I said Oberman. God damn it. <laughs> no, oh, Oberman. I, thought, I thought you said Colbert. <laughs> no, Oberman. No, he said Oberman. Keith Oberman. Oh, I heard Colbert. I was like, no, not Stephen Colbert. I swear okay, to God, right, I heard, right I heard Colbert. Of Christmas gifts for next year. New headphones for Scott. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Yes, no, Oberman. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm going to listen to this and I'm going to be like, you dumb son dumb of a bitch, son of Scott. A bitch. <laughs> You motherfucker. But yes, yes, Keith Oberman. I'll edit and it out to make you look better. How about that? <laughs> no, no. No, don't. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> for that. That's right. He does. He does. Put it on I the board. am fine yeah. looking like a fool. Reach I have no... put it on the board. <laughs> That's right. Cha-ching. <laughs> no, but like, uh, yeah, Keith Oberman. And, and he finally came out and he was like, you know, to be honest, I didn't really keep up with the, the, the league or whatever. And I, I think they're both classless or whatever. And then I'm like, no, 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 don't even get into this. Like, if you're not actually fucking watching this shit, don't fucking comment. Also, like, can we discuss the irony of Keith Olbermann calling somebody else classless? Like, oh, I know. <laughs> Eric, I don't know if you saw the tweet. But I was like, you know, for someone who's like calling someone else classless for ripping on people, 
That's really rich coming from a guy who couldn't hold a job because of how he disrespect, disrespect, disrespected and treated his coworkers and was such a fucking asshole to people. So that's really rich. Like, yeah, this is an industry that like tolerated Bill O'Reilly for a long time. It still tolerates people like Don Lemon and like this. Right. <laughs> right. Like, how is it that every like, uh, um, Chris uh, Cuomo, like oh, yeah, Chris Cuomo, Cuomo. <laughs> like he was kept for so long and given all of his own shows and stuff like that. Like, how is it that all of these people can do all of this bullshit? Oh, and yet favorite, Oberman. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all these people can do all this bullshit. But Oberman is so bad. <laughs> Two major companies had to get rid of you because they couldn't take your bullshit anymore. How <laughs> bad are you? <laughs> well, because partly because liberals eat their own. <laughs> just... No, but he's a fucking dick. He's no, an he's, yeah. he's an absolute. He's oh, a I smart know. guy. I've watched he's a, a smart lot of guy. his shit. He's, he's, a, he's yep. an asshole and he says a lot of shit that's really mean and fucking anyway. Uh, no. But. Uh, but at the same time, it's like you look at things on the other side and it's like, yeah, I don't see much of a difference here. So to bring the conversation back when we were talking about like small independent journalism, yeah, like, yeah, if you look at a media company, I, my general rule is the more unbiased a company tries to tell Mm -hmm. you it is, the more biased it is. Typically. Yes. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, Yeah. If you have to say you're unbiased, it usually means that you're not. So. The idea that there could be unbiased news is is a mm. fiction, in my opinion. All news is Absolutely. biased just by virtue of what they choose to report. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. So, like, yeah. if if a if a business is upfront about their bias, it tends to make me think they're at least honest, um, mm. and they're not lying to themselves, at least. So, that's yeah. like, I mean, it, it's a common sense thing, and a lot of people buy it, but I really do think that not a lot of people do it, and that is looking at the extremes on both ends like look well maybe not the extreme extremes but like look at people who are biased on the right look at people who are biased on the left and make up your own damn mind mm-hmm. that's the best way to go because if you rely on one source you find it you you wind up in the echo chamber and you know you wind up tolerating all kinds of nonsense because you don't really know what's going on anymore you only know one side of the story mm-hmm. yeah but everybody's leaning or f- trying to find something that just fits their confirmation bias all the time oh yeah you know you get that dopamine hit yeah yeah but yeah. I, I i prefer i, I mean I, I i'll jump in the car and if i'm gonna listen to the radio if i if i if i don't feel like listening to a podcast or can't get my phone out of my pocket set up before i go anywhere yeah i'll turn on npr because i like you know the 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 local <laughs> or college station they'll go through and you hear about shit from other countries that you know stuff that you don't get to hear but the other time i'll jump on talk radio and there are no at least here you know progressive talk show hosts it's the left-wing talk radio never works all conservative it's far right you know angry but i'll sit there and i'm listening to their arguments and i'm just like you know i get you know, frustrated because I'll, I'll be sitting there arguing back with them about like, that's a, it's like, no, you, know, you got to record yeah. that one day and send it to them. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just. No, I mean, it is hard to like, listen to people you can, you completely disagree with saying shit that you think is ridiculous, Yeah, but I'd still think it's important. And I, I, I applaud this, you for doing why that because I, do I can't do that. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, it's like I could I could feel my blood pressure going up, but it's just like I want to hear what the other people have to say. You yeah, know, I want to hear what their side of the argument it is. You know, I want to I want to prepare myself. You know, mentally, if this were to come up, you know, what you know, what do you say back? You know. Well, and and I agree with you, and but I also don't just like randomly listen to the other side like i'm not gonna just sit there and listen to like tucker carlson who is like just sheer propagandist doesn't even believe in what he's putting out that's why i said not the extremes like tucker carlson is definitely the extreme Uh, definitely extreme (laughs) but like like one of the the shows that i really like um is like breaking points because it's member-led you've got a person who's a conservative you have a person who's a progressive and they're you know, they don't always agree. And when they have disagreements, they they t- like talk it out from their different perspectives. But it gives me an opportunity to hear, you know, a, a a rational person on the right who's an honest actor. Hmm. Right. And and truly does believe in these, you know, certain things. Right. Um, even like Jenk Uger, I, I like. As that as his name? yeah, Jank Uger. Yeah, I always even pronounce Jank, it Sank. So yeah, Jank. Okay, yeah, got it. Yeah, well, because Tur- in Turkish the C is a J. Uh, sounds like that. a J. Yeah, yeah. yeah so so idea. anytime you watch a well, I was gonna say there's not a lot of Turkish player players in in. Um, yeah, it's one of the few in countries hockey. in really hockey. Ice hockey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna like there. There's a lot in soccer, but like, uh, um, but not yeah, not in hockey. But Dry like uh, hockey. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's its new name. That's its new name. It's no longer soccer, um, or even dry football. Hockey. It's dry. It's dry hockey. <laughs> I love that. No, That's, that would that would be that other game, uh, lacrosse. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's just weird. <laughs> no, no, lacrosse. That's indigenous peoples. That's an indigenous peoples. You can't call that. No, but like, uh, um, wait, what? Did hey, the hockey... French stole that one fair and square and came up with it? Called it lacrosse. Leave leave them alone. Come on now. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> did the did did ice hockey originate with indigenous no, like Americans? No, it was well. I mean, you, it maybe partially, um, but it was definitely invented by canadians i don't know it's like it was invented yeah. by a canadian on a moose drinking maple syrup obviously right Probably. no no no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like tim hortons in but, hand. <laughs> like hey, they didn't have no, titties like, back then but okay <laughs> well don't mess basketball. always the goal <laughs> basketball and lacrosse came from indigenous people we just say it was invented by well, like well, so, so I mean, that's what I'm saying. Does it have does it have origins? I'm always it, it curious. May, it, it may have it may have some early origins. I, I mean, I haven't heard of any. Um, I don't know my hockey history that well. I, I just know the propaganda they fed us as Canadian children <laughs> <laughs> that it was it was invented. That and basketball were invented by a Canadian. Um, and uh, <laughs> even saw though some the Norwegian guy doing curling, and you thought, what if this was interesting? Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, curling was invented by a. Who's who is Scotsman or something like that? I can't Was it really? Remember. I can't I have remember. no idea. I'm just making shit it's up. Been, uh, yeah. I've got it. Oh. Wait. Uh, so here we go. Here we go. I I, I yeah. found it. Okay. So ice hockey was first observed by Europeans being played by the Mi'kmaq uh, Indians in Nova Scotia in the late teen, 1600s. It was called ricket um, by those native. So you're native both Americans. right. Canadians yeah. and indigenous. Indigenous yep. Canadians. Exactly. <laughs> so, there we go. Right. 
and, and so like, but but then like the Canadians turned it into a sports league and all that different stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So and that's and that was my and like that's what I'm saying. Like, Stanley Cup. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Damien gave the good old finger on that one. Um, I hey, love that hey, he's using Canadians win the Stanley Cup every year, man. It just they're playing on other well, teams. Yeah, the, the people who play on other teams, yeah, because like sixty percent, right, right, right. yeah. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I live in St. Louis. I don't think we have a single St. Louis native on our team. I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't doubt think it. that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a fan of the Kraken, and not one of our our players are aquatic. <laughs> <laughs> They're not aquatic sea beasts with tentacles. Yeah. And <laughs> well, just <laughs> any kind of sea beast. I mean, just I'm, any I'm kind a, of sea. Like I'm I would have we throw fish on the end. I'm a Leafs fan and not a single one of those players is like, you know, either made of, of a maple tree or contains maple leaves <laughs> you know or they may have drank some maple syrup that day. But hey, at least you guys <laughs> you know, have like real thing. Well, OK, Kraken's hey. not really real, but at least you have like physical things. We're just the blues. <laughs> the blues. <laughs> the, well, that's a music style, at least. Come on. Uh, yeah. Now. Just no, there's a very sad people. There are very yes, sad is. people in St. Louis. <laughs> Crying you know, on the ice, you know, spending any time in St. Louis. <laughs> when you play St. Louis, you're playing against depression is what you're playing against. Mm-hmm. You're not playing the, the against people. We're not even like the St. Louis Blues weren't even named after the actual blues, like the the, the musical style. It was named after a single song called the St. Louis Blues. Oh. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm dead serious. That's wow. where the name comes from. Wow. <laughs> and then they were like, this sucks. So we'll just make it a music note and mislead people into thinking. Well, no, no. Let me tell you that one of the things that I think is and, and this is one of the things that I really get ticked off about when it comes to sports is. This when a team moves, oh yeah, this definitely. Oh, this. Let me tell you what grinds my gears. <laughs> old man rant. Okay, <laughs> old man shakes fist at cloud moment right here. Like is when a team moves and they keep the team name. To me, I think that's bullshit. Yeah. That that should be owned by the city, right? Oh, I agree. As I, a yeah. St. Louis person, I agree. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and like, so like one of the ones that to me is the most offensive is the utah jazz like when the new orleans jazz moved to utah and they stole jazz from fucking new orleans yeah that's like that's not right that's and not right. now the new jazz to yeah, right. fucking utah yeah. to utah to fucking mormon land yeah, like right. there's no jazz there they don't even like they fuck it's one of the most racist arenas in all of nba like they will drop the n-word on a regular basis they want nothing to do with jazz let them fucking create their own like you know, daughter fuckers, the Utah daughter fuckers or whatever, like the, the Utah, Utah pedophiles, yeah. right? Like <laughs> the Utah child rapists and forcing them into yeah. marriage, you know, like whatever, like I'm fine. The Utah with, like, polygamists. Yeah. yeah. Right. There you go. It's got a good ring to it. The Utah sister wives. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> I like that one. Like, that's what it should be. It should be the Utah sister wives. And so, like, uh, uh, no, no. Like, to all the people that live in Utah, I love I love my Mormon people. Like, I have a shit ton of family yeah, let's, on Utah. Let's not so alienate our, our audiences <laughs> or anything. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not. We make fun of Florida all the time. We yeah, that's right. Utah it's, fine. Too. it's fine. That's right. 
You got to have some thick skin. And if you yeah. can't, can't deal with the thick skin, that's why you have the magic fucking underwear. All right. Th- yeah. Deal we're with it. You got the magic opportunity of funders. Like, yes. That's right. Look at how much that's shit right. we give Canadians. Right. right? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> and they're only a step above fucking Florida. <laughs> <laughs> there are some crazy Bushmen up there. I'm not going to lie. Bushmen was an too, term. or you know, they're out there fucking fucking moose in the middle of wintertime, and you know. Anyway, hey man, that's that harder than fucking a gator, yeah, man. That's a, that's that is a yeah, well, more well, complicated I'm, thing than I'm, fucking I'm a gator. To figure well, that moose, you got to involve an AI, like in that picture, you know, and you just kind of. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, we had an inside thing in the chat where this AI created a horse with a guy riding it, but he was definitely not riding on a saddle. (laughs) He was definitely behind the horse. He was was propped up from behind somehow. How exactly is he actually riding this 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 horse? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. AI does not. Gotta love fucking AI. Yeah. Jesus so, Christ. Literally fucking AI. In fact, that was yeah. one of the things I wanted to talk about was, was yes. AI at some point. Yes, get us back right. on Let's track. Let's do it. Let's, yeah. Yes. And I know what Eric, I pulled it up in the chat. I know what Eric wanted to talk about, too. So if, uh, if Oh, good. Want. Well, let's go ahead yeah. and go forward with AI okay. since we got a good segue, which we are now ruining. Which yeah. We are, yeah, very good. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Take yes, okay. the fucking right, right on ramp. Here it comes. <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> I know, I know. We're like, hey, yeah, AI, and like, okay, Damien, go with AI. So yeah, so, and I found Eric's thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wait, no, no. Like, you, you have shit, we missed me. the I'm, exit. I'm all, God damn it. All hopped up on antibiotics and just you know, <laughs> kind of in multiple lo- locations at once here. So yeah, yeah, he's a Florida man or, high on drugs. Yeah, legal. <laughs> he's ones, wild but, and unpredictable. <laughs> so so like so a- AI it, it's it's. I mean, there's there's problematic part, and I'm trying to you know organize my thoughts here on the whole thing. But um, like in that uh, that video we were we were talking about, or that we were looking at that little short snippet, uh, it's like just going straight to the 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 point of like Chat GPT that's been going around, um, that's been on the news. Everybody's been fucking with it. Everybody, you know, and then like even AI art, um, it's all based on you know, basically it's been trained on the internet. It's been trained on what humans write and not, and it hasn't been filtered, you know, like this, this thing, it's been trained on all of it. (laughs) The the good, the bad, the ugly, the, the racist, the, you know, whatever, you know, it's, 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 so it's like shit in shit out kind of Mm -hmm. thing is you got to kind of look at Yeah. as a notorious pedantic wordsmith. I, I, I hate that we keep calling it AI because it's not AI. Not no, 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 no. This no, is just no, like no. a reflection based yeah. on algorithms and deep learning, and that's all it yeah. is. It's not. Yeah. It's right. not artificial intelligence. It's not really intelligent at all. Yeah, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a it's a parrot would be the best right. way. Yeah, know? that um, is a good way to like describe that. it. Yeah. Yeah. An algorithmic par- parrot. Yeah. Yep. So like on, on the on the Chat GPT side, it's basically yeah an algorithmic parrot that has some a little bit more smarts than a parrot, but though that's arguable because parrots can do all kinds of crazy shit. Um, I would right. still put parrots above the AI. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you could talk to a parrot and it can underst- if you could give it a list of things and say, hey, make this into words, the the parrot would would you know it could and it could understand that it would a parrot would probably do a better job because the parrot can do things like clean itself and find food and 
fuck other parrots. <laughs> and the chat, G- chat GPT can only exist within this narrow existence. So it's a really- A parrot weird. understands how to fucking sit on another animal and yeah, that exactly. you don't use your yeah. dick. Have you seen birds, mate? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's some that tricky recent, shit right there. There was <laughs> that recent article, I think it was in the yeah. Washington Post, about like the yeah. chat GPT basically inventing news stories out of whole cloth. Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. like providing yes. sources, like fake yes. sources that weren't real. Yeah. And it's um, it's and even it, gone to th- and, and accused people of crimes and yeah, or, like sexual like, assault and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah real crimes that like can crazy. ruin your reputation just for yeah. the yeah, implication. Yeah. But like what it's showing is not only mm. how gullible humans can be to believe it, mm-hmm. but also like how easy it is to just make shit up. I mean, like mm-hmm. this is a lesson we keep getting proved over and over and over again, and now we just have a new way of proving it with Chat GPT. It's the new Stephen Glass. You know? And it has no <laughs> qualms with being untruthful and, 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 right. and saying these things ethics. about other people because there's no repercussions for it. And it doesn't even understand what the concept of a it repercussion has no logic, is. No remorse. Yes. It, it has no empathy. It's it's right. a parrot. It just, you know, you say something to it and it says it back kind of right. thing, you know. But, uh, but a parrot has more. empathy, though. Yeah. <laughs> and it will not stop right. until you are dead. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, I mean, they're just... Um, they're not as sophisticated as people think they are. Of course, they're going to become far more sophisticated over time. I mean, they're already coming out with what version four or something like that. So yeah, and to uh, be clear, yeah. we are past yeah. the Turing test. Like yeah, yeah. But I mean, people who actually study AI, I know the Turing test is kind of bullshit anyway. Yeah. But like, we're at that point where you can chat with the Chat GPT, and it feels like you're chatting with a real person. That's kind of the novelty of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Is that like it really does feel like a real person? But that. Mm-hmm. That only shows how easy it is to imitate humanity. Like, we're, we're not right. as complicated as we like to think we are. <laughs> well, uh, but, and also, but it's not imitating humanity. It's only imitating chat, right? Because, like, an interaction between, like, you and I, like, uh, I know that people listening to this only hear us, but we're, we have a, a, a picture of each other right now. So we're seeing the emotional expression. We're seeing the facial expression. We're seeing the nonverbal cues along with what we're actually saying. This, we're all this, just four balding the, white the, dudes with beards. Right, anyway, exactly. So. Right. I'm not balding. <laughs> Except I'm for Damien. Like I was about to say, I was like, I was like uh, Damien's like, head still. Yeah. <laughs> This V that. you see right here, that's always been there. Yeah, I've, always like, I've always had this yeah. high forehead. I don't know what the yeah. fuck you're talking about. I got a fucking five head. When it starts thinning right here, I'm shaving it all. Yeah. It's just that my, my intelligence is growing so much that my forehead has to take over more. That's all. Oh, yeah. Like egghead. Right. Yeah, see, exactly. See your, brain, your brain works so fast that it's overheating your head, so your <laughs> hair had to fall out to let you cool off. No. See, that's uh, We just have we just higher, have higher levels of testosterone that's all but no like uh, um uh. no that's what causes your hair causes your hair to fall out is high levels of oh. testosterone yeah 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 that's why women as they get older their estrogen starts to drop and so, so the estrogen why my top- grandfather lost his hair at the age of 12 he was just <laughs> virile <laughs> <laughs> Or had cancer. And so, no, no. <laughs> no actually, I'm just he kidding. Had, no, I'm he kidding. Had I'm kidding. Some I'm sort kidding. of fever, honestly. Yeah, but yeah, anyways. No, I'm just fucking around. But no, like, uh, uh, yeah, because also cancer doesn't cause your hair to fall out. Chemo it's does. Chemo but does. then it goes, <laughs> right. But then it comes back. So nothing I said actually made sense whatsoever. And so, like, uh, um, just no. just really but, wanted to make a joke about cancer. I did. I did. Because like, I'm that, because I am actually chat GPT. Uh, no, but. <laughs> 
No empathy at all. No. I have no remorse. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, my, like, uh, my trim carpenter's got cancer, and he's losing his hair right now. And he he actually just went ahead and shaved it all off. Since as soon as it started, he like that's he said, the only he woke, logical thing to do, yeah, right? Yeah, that's like, what I, I would do up, if my wife would let me. Yeah, he's like, I woke up yesterday morning because he came in my office yesterday. He's like, I woke up yesterday. I was like, you you're you're bald. And he was like, Yeah, I woke up yesterday morning and there were clumps of hair all over my pillow. So I just went in the bathroom and shaved it all off. I was like, Good choice. Yeah. Hit it with the big man. Yeah, logical. that works. It's easier yep. than having to wash her sheets every day, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When my wife sat there and looked at my ponytail and said, like, sweetie, this thing's really, really thin. And I, she was like, we really do need to, like, cut this. Off. I was like, OK. And then I, so I cut it off and then shaved my head the very next like that that day. And so I was like, fuck it. So I've just shaved my head. Does she ever come out with, like, a rag and some turtle wax and start, like, buffing that shit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make it gleam. She just takes it, <laughs> like, takes like the, the rag on both sides, and is like she polishes my head. <laughs> How's your day, Mister? How's your day? Going well. Thanks for the quarter. <laughs> like, it started as a black person and turned into like a Bostonian. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> and, I, no, I was like, I, like I kind of heard myself going towards like a, a black person. I was like, I'm immediately moving away from this. <laughs> so, I don't care where we're going. We're just going somewhere else. This is not. Turn the car around. Oh. I mean. You are talking about putting shoe polish on your face, so... I know, right? I know. I was like, <laughs> we have to move away. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Move away. Just go anywhere else. Boston sounds great. <laughs> so, Maybe so I, was, I was trying to move more towards the wax on, wax off thing, but right. you know... You know I mean? Oh, you want to go... Yeah, like, you want to go Asian race? <laughs> yeah, I was like, Asian racism? Okay, that's all right. <laughs> No, like uh, uh, remember how like when we when we did the the first part of this dystopia thing last time, how we were able to keep on track the whole time. Oh, I know, right? That was yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not so much this time. So, so anyway, yeah, this is going to be a long series. Back to the AI. Back to AI. You know, something I was thinking about. Well, well, for one, um, AI is trained off of other people's stuff. When you look at like the AI art, it's all you know. You you want this in the in this style, and it'll give it to you. And it's like it will. Can you consider that, you know, copyright infringement or taking oh, away, stealing other people's ideas? Well, no, you say absolutely. But I brought up the same concept just in in I don't know if it was in our chat or if we actually talked about it in one of our podcasts, but about a bunk bed that I designed that somebody else emulated mm -hmm. the same style. And everybody was like, yeah, it's kind of the same. And it's like to me, it looks, you know, it's it's obviously somebody took my idea and just yeah. readapted it to the space that they were working with. You know, um, it's kind of the same concept as, yeah, you're right. I can't, I can't see that person for copyright infringement because they took something, an, an idea or, or a, a concept that I came up with and adapted it to fit their design needs in their own space. So technically it's been changed enough that it's no longer, it's no longer something that it's not a direct copy, you know, and that's the same thing with this other so, stuff. You no, know. I, I would. I, so here's yeah. like now that you, so when you bring it up, I, I I do actually like when I first saw it, I was like, really? Can you? Is that? But mm -hmm. I do agree with you that in the sense that like if I were to try and paint the Mona Lisa, 
and 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 like I do think that you are able to was that somebody posted the picture of an alligator as the Mona Lisa, right? Mm. And I was like, what does that smile? It's Godzilla. What is yeah. what is the smile yeah, about? Godzilla, yeah, yeah, Godzilla. That's what it was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Godzilla as a Mona Lisa, right? And and you're able to do that as like a parody or whatever. But if you were to try and do like like copy that, like there would be some issues with that. Mm-hmm. But I also, uh, but I, you know, so I I agree with you. I think that that the things that you were talking about are like that it is ripping you uh, ripping off your idea. Mm-hmm. Where I would say like, okay, now legality, like aspect of this, is it something that you can say is a copyright? Is it something that was patented? Is this like the legality aspect? But I think, I think, I think is a concern or whatever. But Eric, like, it looks like it you got question. something you really want to oh, say. Oh, I'm going to let, I'm going to let Eric like, step like, in. I know. I'm going to let, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let Eric take over. But like, ultimately, I, 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 like, hand in Zoom. I do think that he, oh yeah, you can. She just yeah, raised no, no, no. your hand and <laughs> <laughs> something I want to oh, say. Oh, yeah, you just go to rea- No, you just go to reactions and there's a thing that says raise your hand, lower hand. Yeah. Oh, and so I like put uh, you in the corner, but nobody puts me in a corner. No one put. <laughs> All right, baby. But no, like so. <laughs> nobody. What's her? But what was I, it? I just. But no, I do think. That's why I said okay, baby. I do think. I do think that he he like there is some ripping off of your idea, especially since now that you said like, no, 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 this is like an open picture. This is something yeah. that was like posted or whatever, all this different mm-hmm. stuff. I do think there that there is like I think there's like some differences, but I do think that it's, you know. And it, this is where I'm not a lawyer, but is it the question of building off of someone else's idea like mm-hmm. the Einstein? We stand on the, the shoulders of giants or is it truly an artistic ripping off? But mm-hmm. Eric, what were you going to say? Well, as a writer and a creative, like this is, you know, something that I do think about a lot. It's something that's very mm-hmm. close to heart to home. Um, but like you have to recognize the idea of intellectual property and the whole concept of copywriting ideas is a very modern concept. It's only been around mm-hmm. about 120 years, something like that. Um, <clears throat> and it's kind of if you really dig deep and try to sort it out, you wind up in this just sea of gray areas. And like, even legally speaking, it's very vague and undefined because there's no real way around it. It's kind of just like this idea. It's it's kind of like madness. It's just you go deep enough and you say, this idea was mine because I thought of it first. Doesn't really make any rational sense like that that's not logical you don't own ideas ideas are something that come from all of your experiences and everybody around you and it's like a collective thing so yeah we stand on the shoulders of giants all art is like that it's not just AI art when i write something it's not just like shit that comes directly from my brain that i own it comes from everything i've ever read and everything i've ever experienced just like AI That's, art. It's yeah. just like mm-hmm. taking what I can experience it's, and distilling it in my own way, in my it's own like style. Every, every movie you've mm-hmm. ever watched, every book you've ever read, every you know person you've Everything interacted in some yeah. way has has contributed to the work that you're now creating. Whatever, exactly. whether right. it be visual, audio, or um, right. or written, you know, um, because it it contributes to the way that you think. Yeah, which but, yeah, I guess in a way that, could be could be said is what they do with the a. I yeah, that's exactly is, what the AI yeah. is doing. Just they, on they're a training it like scale. a human. Yeah, like a human trains, 
you know, on, on society and as a whole over our entire lives, you know, or, for, or through education system and then our interactions with people, whether they're friends, enemies, whatever, coworkers, and of course, you know, um, the things, the, the media we consume. So, you know. But having said all that, you know, I do understand where copyright law comes from and where the, where the defensiveness comes in. Cause like, mm. you know, when you're a creative, you're not, you're not really making a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> you're not really <laughs> right. like appreciated in that way. Yeah. Um, and so you have to defend these things like hammer and tong. You know, you have to really like fight to to maintain some kind of autonomy over your own work. Otherwise, you just everybody would just be ripping off everybody shamelessly. Like. Right. Um, and it used to work about 100 years ago when, when it was music that like it wasn't the music itself that was considered intellectual property it was it was the performance like you could perform anybody's music as long as it was your performance of that music like the music itself wasn't copyrighted but your performance was that was the origins of copyright music um and that idea worked for a good 40 50 years but then it started to fall apart because of recordings because of you know being able to buy albums and and have a recorded session and stuff like that um and so like i said i get it but at the same time this is trying to sort out whether or not your copyright is violated by some kind of bot on the internet using your work as part of a pastiche to create ai art i, I just i don't see how you can legally claim that you are a victim of something that you, I don't, okay, I've kind of lost myself. You could, so you could say, so you could say me, that let, it's, it was trained, like, let's say it was specifically trained on your art. You've got a hundred pieces you've produced and you've put up online for sale and, you know, there's thumbnails available and the AI art or the AI program looks at all of those and it was trained specifically on that and like 10 other artists. And yours is one of the options on the click boxes of you can, you know, in the style of Damien you know, or whatever. And then it starts kicking out all of these weird concepts, you know, um, in a style of art that is unique to me, you know, right. because that's what I, this is what I create, you know, and nobody mm -hmm. else creates anything like what I create. So, so here's, uh, here's my thoughts on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is that when I listen to a song, right. Um, to, for all those Swifty out, Swifties out there that I know listen to us, like when I listen to a Taylor Swift song, and I do that on Spotify, Huge and I do Swiftie following, we're big with them. Right? They love yes. us. We know oh, you have man. Antihero on repeat in oh, the car. God. I shake it up or shake it off like you wouldn't believe all the time in the shower all the time. <laughs> know, right? I don't shower. I just shake it off. No. Um, and so like, <laughs> and he doesn't so, dab with toilet paper. He just shakes it off. You know? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> just, just twice. Three is playing with it. <laughs> just a little helicopter. It's all it takes. Right. <laughs> all over the wall. Yeah, and this is some mess. But not for Damien. That would like wreck the whole bathroom. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> I gotta yeah, yeah. dab the end with some time to remodel. Yeah. Demo time with the with the. Uh, uh, um, but like when I listen to like a song on on you know Spotify or Apple or whatever, each time that's getting you know, even though I'm I'm not directly paying for that song, each time 
the the artist is getting a royalty right yeah for yeah. that and when that when it gets played on the the radio it, they get you know income based on that like they, they get these things right but at no point in, exactly yeah. but at no point in time to my knowledge do these you know ai things pay the artists that made the art for the fact that it's being used in this for the, you know, and, and that's to me, this is where I really get into, because especially we had the recent debates. Um, today is April 8th. I said this way late. Um, it's April 8th, 2023. And Easter's tomorrow. Yeah, it is. And so um, I know. Get your I, awesome like, ready. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, that's it. like, I, like, I'm going to be like getting all that stuff ready. Like, so like in between our, our episodes, uh, during that break, I'm going to be grabbing stuff and bringing it in here so I can get everything ready for tonight. But like, um, like, uh, um, we just had that debate about, or Joe that, that, so confused. It's like, yeah. what? <laughs> what are what, you talking Easter, about? What are you does doing? Does Easter money come at night? night? <laughs> well, I'm just trying to figure out. It's like, you know, the, 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 the amount of you money know the Easter beings. bunny comes into your home and you open all the presents and then you you know sacrifice the goat to the bunny and you know and tradition. then they shits out some eggs you know no. take out a second mortgage on the house to go buy some <laughs> eggs yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just to leave the money out in the yard no yeah. doesn't everybody stuff, know this <laughs> I stuff the plastic eggs with candy and I hide that shit all around the house oh like, okay yeah, yeah I do that too so they, I'll do it in the morning because my son sleeps in. Yeah, mine has has it now. Well, she's not here this weekend, but she's now decided that the Easter Bunny no longer exists. So um, I don't have that problem. <laughs> no, my son fully doesn't believe in the Easter Bunny or Santa Claus, but that doesn't mean he's not going to celebrate having candy hidden around the house. I mean, come on. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, my son is a mine. diehard skeptic. He makes me look like a believer. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh. Queen Bee. <laughs> oh wait, no, that that's a, I'm a survivor, not I'm a not a, I was like, I'm a believer. Oh wait, no, no. No, that's the monkeys. I'm a believer. Um, there you go. And so like uh um Or imagine dragons for the for the kids. Oh the yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> yep. And so it goes into the bigger issue that I that I have is like with privacy. I think we should absolutely have a law that states that we absolutely have privacy to our, you know, to our own name, image, and likeness. Um you know, I do. It's written into Hollywood contracts these days. I think we should all have it as just like, I think that should be a constitutional right, honestly. Absolutely. Like yeah. the fact that like we're talking about like, so the, like we just had this debate about TikTok, right? And like it's and we don't like that TikTok is taking our information and giving it to the Chinese government, right? And we complain well, about it on Facebook. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Who's taking, Who's taking our, our information, information and, and sharing Google. it with the government? Like. <laughs> Even Elon Musk. Be fair, they're giving it to Google and Home Depot and all the other retailers, it's all the so same. they can put ads it's all the same. on no, no, the fucking. <laughs> but no, but even Elon Musk shares his Twitter shit with the FBI and the federal government, and even though he's doing the Twitter files bullshit, like to to, but like, and he, you Are know, you saying there's an incestuous relationship between social media and the government. I, I know, have no idea. right? <laughs> And, and, and like the fact that the government is storing all of our emails and electronic information in a plate, like a gigantic ultra terabyte fucking facility in Utah, like is, is atrocious to me because 
Like if that's not a violation of at least the very least the Fourth Amendment, because that may that like that's like, where all the jazz is. Right. I know. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but when you signed your user agreement, you agreed to all of this, you know, oh, on the fuck five hundred page you. in the yeah. smallest, you know. No human being alive can read all that shit and understand. No, no, no. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. No, and and you know what? Like fuck that. Break it down bit by bit. I have a and use let for me chat sign GPT now. I have a we need to it needs to be adapted over into legal use and it needs to read our user agreements for us and and parse out all of the places where our rights are being violated so that we can then say No, then you're yes, taking jobs away from lawyers. <laughs> right, exactly. Fuck right. lawyers. <laughs> did, did I send no, you guys no. the TikTok thing about the guy swearing the oath and then it it's this big long drawn out thing? You know, from like the like 13th century swearing this oath, you know, and then it cuts to him going, uh, well, do you agree to this end user license agreement? <laughs> I think I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I sure. haven't seen that one. Yeah, sure. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, I must have missed that one. Somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <clears throat> now, but, but getting to the, the, the art thing, or uh, my perspective, I mean. Oh, please, yes. As another creative, yeah. Yes. I mean, as anybody who's drawn or, or Eric making, you know, studying film and all this stuff, at some point you're... Look at my YouTube videos. Yeah. At some point you're imitating. Yeah. Right? You're, you're copying those that you admire, right? And mm -hmm. they, they, there's that phrase that imitation is... The highest form, form of flattery, of flattery yeah. which some people, you know, disagree with. But through, I think learnings are the highest form of flattery. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. Yeah. How is that a question? Swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't realize that was even a question. Like, of course, there's disagreement are. with that. <laughs> yes, but anyway, getting once you get past the imitation part, right? You, you you take you, you wind up taking it a step further and you're emulating that you're you're bringing in styles you're kind of finding your own path right or or you're tweaking and bringing in an element that's subtly different you know from another person into that style and kind of creating something new. Yeah, and it's not even under your own control. Yeah. Right. And it's the it's the same thing with chat G, you know, it it's or, or or with all the the AI art thing. The, like dollies it's, and shit, yeah. It's it's all been programmed from, you know, famous artists, but you're you're coming in and you're saying do this, you know? And yes, it's in it could be in a style but it's my main thing is 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 there's no human fingerprint to it you know if that makes sense i mean you're 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 you type something in and you got a piece of art out you're not actually doing anything yeah and that's the part i kind of have issue with is is yeah, I, is if you're wanting to learn a style if you're wanting to create a new piece of art in a similar style learn to do it yeah you know study that person mm -hmm. you know that's um, what we we did in art class yeah well, and, yeah, and, and, and again and I, I i i want to push back just a little bit because i do believe that like 
art as a subjective experience can be all kinds of different things. But even like the person who programs the the algorithm that creates the AI art is actually doing something and is actually inputting some human mm -hmm. element into well, it. Well, I agree, they are. And, and and in a way you are too by giving it a Prompt. Like giving prompt. the prompts and everything. Yeah, you know, Unique it's I mean, like, there is like a collective humanity involved. Yeah. Like, it's not, it doesn't just pop up out of the ether, you know? Yeah, I mean, Scott's come up with all kinds of crazy prompts, you know? I mean, we've seen the <laughs> results. Scott is the very horror. Creative. Yes. <laughs> the horror. <laughs> Sentences. Like, no, no, like, been, man, that's a bit much. <laughs> I, I, I kind of agree with Lovecraft with, with Kevin Foster. In that, you know, as an artist myself, like, uh, you know, a visual artist and, uh, you know, having been trained in many different forms of art, drawing, painting, so on, you know, sculpture, and then, of course, you know, design, um, and not just design, like, like, like even graphic design and stuff of multiple, you know, when you, when you go to art school, they teach you all of it kind of thing. Yeah, and I know? even say like so, your, your, your regular yeah. day job is yeah. still like, it's an act of yeah. creation, artistic mm -hmm. creation. Building yes. a house is still art. Well, no, no, opinion. well, and I'm designing them too. So that's yeah. an yeah. act, you know, but I'm just saying is, uh, you know, being in, 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 in the art field, you know, most of my life, if you will, um, you know, the, there's a huge difference in creating art, yourself and just telling a computer a series of words and then saying hey i own this piece of art artwork now it's like how is that really art though you know, you didn't create it you didn't actually well, create it yeah, I'm, not, also, I'm not saying that that's, yeah. i'm not again i'm not saying it's an yeah. equivalence i'm just saying there's a spectrum yeah. there. it's like, like me telling it's like element. me telling autocad um to draw a square which is pretty simple to do you know it's a few commands and it's done now, I actually had to input commands to make it happen. But if it like had like a, you know, a, a chat GPT type or, or a, uh, um, you know, one of the AI art programs uh, type interface where I could just say, draw a house and it drew a pretty little house for me, you know, did I create that house? Or did it just, you know, did, well, if I said draw that... a house with four, three bedrooms, two baths and a, and a garage, you know. How is that like fundamentally yeah. different than, say, using... Mm -hmm. a ruler on a drafting table or something to, to draw mm -hmm. a square. Like you still end up with the same end result. You still end up with a square, right? Right. No, 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 yeah. no. But a square is a square, but no, like what yeah. Damien was yeah, saying, like was when designing, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but no, no, but designing the actual like, house. Yeah. Even, yeah. even when you're designing a house, yeah, mm -hmm. it comes from your, your own experience, your own ideas put mm -hmm. to paper. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't but know. Dan I, if but I Damien, AI but design, Damien doesn't you know, let's have. Let's say they had an AI design program that would come up with houses. Right. You know? Let me. Yeah. Go ahead. Let Scott. me put what it. Let, let me put it this way. So, like, here's especially when we get into the construct of like true artificial intelligence, right? Mm -hmm. And true independent intelligence that are that is its own sort of consciousness, right? And well, self awareness it would have its own and all that sort of rights and everything. Right. Yeah, but would, that's what I'm saying to, is yeah. then. If this is truly artificial intelligence, then, and we're prompting it, I don't actually own that art. This, this entity does. does. Yeah. Because this entity actually, it's like me going to like a character Damien, right? Mm -hmm. or, or even going to, if I pay, like, if I go to an artist and I say, I would like a picture of a fake galaxy with you know whatever and i give a couple of stipulations right 
and I pay them, I, you know, I, I, uh, what's the term? I, I pay them to do it. I, I commission that art, right? Like patronize. <laughs> yeah. I commission that art, right? Even though I might own that art, that is not my art. That is still that artist's art because it's their design, their work, their effort, their like all of that stuff. Yeah, you it's paid not for truly. the physical object, not for the I get to, like rights right, to it. Yeah. Right. To that like and so that idea no longer become it doesn't now become a Scott work of art. It's still so and so's art, right? Just like if I buy a, a Picasso, I don't get to go like, this is mine. This is a Scott work of art. <laughs> No. Rather than it's you no, it's a fucking a Picasso. Picasso. I own a Picasso, <laughs> right? Well, and so that's what I mean. It's the same I might thing with like own the actual like, physical thing. That's but the, the same like thing with said, like a house. If, if I if I built somebody's house, they own a a, a a Shry Designs house or whatever. You know, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's, I was gonna. That's what I'm saying, Scott. A Damien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Design think, whatever. Art. Yeah. No, and and with the, with AI art, you're right. It's it's a lot harder to find who actually would own it. Who would actually like. Phys- or not well not physically but like who would possess the rights to that production like mm-hmm. it gets complicated in any kind of like collective art form like look at film who owns a film insanely complicated way more complicated than you think right. it is mm-hmm. um yeah. and i think with ai it's just like taking that to the next level like what we call ai now um ai art i think still resides in the people who created the ai in the first place um, they may use other artists' work as as uh, prompts or as like inputs, but that doesn't mean that it's ripping those things off any more than like I write a book that has some similarities with 2001 means that I'm ripping off 2001. You know, here's where I have an issue though. This is my this is let me go back to where my issue with it is. Though. Is that those artists never agreed. To their art being the base by which well, something Stanley else Cooper is built. and Arthur C. Clarke never agreed yeah, to let me but, do that either. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. But if the artist put it out on the internet and put it out in the public domain to where anybody can have access to it, or even like got paid to do so, like but mm-hmm. there's doing it for free and doing it for money anyway. It doesn't matter. It's out there. And people one of the are reasons that a lot of people, yeah. a lot of the the AI arts use like classical art is because classical art's in the public domain. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and 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 that's where I I do think this these concepts of privacy and 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 again, like that that if you're making a profit off of something, if you're you know you know you're creating your own work of art, but like a small like a a, a Eric, I, I like I hear you, I hear you no, in I mean, the like, muddy look water. Look at what I look at but, what yeah. I do with my YouTube channel. Like, right, I take the work of somebody else. I take movies that other people have made and I break them down. I, I like, I, I, I talk about how they were made, what, what happened with them and what I think of them and how they make me feel and, and interpret them my own way. Mm-hmm. But basically all I'm doing is repurposing somebody else's work. Now, is that copyright infringement? YouTube but doesn't think so. The law is kind of fuzzy. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's fair use. I think you're adding too. I mean, yeah. you, I think that you're creating adding something yeah. new from yeah, that is inspired it, but still, by in the, in the bare bones nuts and bolts of it it's still like repurposing it, other people's work right and, and getting, i think all art is that getting in, into in scott's general. argument thing with the privacy thing it's like nobody's going into this person's computer and stealing their artwork and then using it to program an ai like like damien said it is out there 
that person has put their stuff out there. It's like if I went to a museum or, or I went to a gallery here and I saw a piece of art that was inspiring and I went home and I did something very similar to it, right? As a creative, this is things that happen is that you get inspired by all kind of shit, right? But and, and, and you bring it also in, see where, yeah. you know. I do also see where Scott's coming from because like, I think the problem with, with AI art, like it would be a problem if somebody took an AI generated thing and passed it off as their own, take like college kids using chat GPT written essays as, and passing them off as things that they created. Yeah. That is absolutely not cool. That is not kosher. It's, that it's is, completely that is, unethical. Well, yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's, exactly. and that I think and taking, is, that's what I was saying is taking, taking the AI credits. art and then saying that it belongs to you because you put the input in. It's like, no, the fucking machine made it. Right. For you. Well, right. That, that's right. the thing with yeah. like going yeah. so, like an art. And so if you were to try to profit off of that, I think that's a big issue in some yeah. way, shape or form. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Going back to like, you know, in, in an English, class or, or or wherever you're writing usually you're showing your work at some point prior to it being finished sometimes right especially you know middle school high school right three-point thesis right but you're, you're you're showing your work and then they're going in and telling you where you need to improve you know develop this thought more same thing with when you're in art school or you're taking art classes they're seeing your progress. You don't just, here's my final thing, right? And, you know, you're turning in some AI piece of artwork that looks great. They're, they're, you're showing your process, you know? Um, so to me, that should be the way that we eliminate that in a way. Um, yeah, I think that, you makes know. Sense. But I mean, you could probably still, you know, go in with, you know, chat GPT and, you know, give me a rough draft of this. And then you go, okay, now develop this idea a little bit more. So you have like this, you know, multiple step thing, you know. Well, and that's uh, where they kids have are like all, the, the you know, kids are always going to find a way of like cheating the fucking system. Right. But that's why <laughs> they have the apps now that search for chat GPT, just like teachers have. Um, it's actually really easy to find it too yeah yeah there's and <laughs> teachers have apps where they can uh put your uh um paper in and it can find like when it used copy like someone else's work right and when you like plagiarize someone else's work they have plagiarized them at, like programs and things like that any kids but that no. are listening and really so, you shouldn't be listening if you're a kid but if you're a kid and right. you're in high school there's a rule your teacher will know if you plagiarize no matter how you yes. did it your teacher will yeah. always know. <laughs> They'll be like, yep. the kid is not that fucking, you know. They know yeah. you better than smart. you think they do. You know? and, and also. <laughs> he is like, not that witty to come up with that line. Develop yourself. Don't take the short way out. Develop yourself. You'll but be you better totally for read it. Cliff notes. Yeah. Do that. That's it's, fine. It's <laughs> not the work is not pointless, and a lot of people have that. A lot of kids have that that idea in their head that this is just pointless, busy work. And why do I need to do this? I'm not going to be doing this for the. It's not pointless. It develops your brain. It makes you mm -hmm. learn how to write or learn how to research or learn how to do the things that you're going need going to need to do later on in life. No matter. I still what need to teach you how to do taxes, though. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Be, yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> Finance. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why they don't teach finance in yeah. school, right? Because, again, that's an exclusive group. I was talking to a high school 
teacher or whatever the other day who said, oh, we teach finance. It's it's in the it's part of the blah, blah, blah. And, and I was like, that sounds economics. like standard home ec. And she's like, oh, it's basically the same thing. It's like, no, they don't teach finance. How to balance your <laughs> checkbook. <laughs> who the fuck is using That's your checkbook finance. right now in 2023? Oh, but they do a budget and they talk about retirement and yada, yada. It's like, do they talk about how to invest properly and what kinds of funds and, and what, <laughs> what happens with... What a deduction with, is. Yeah. What a, <laughs> and and what, like, what happens if, you know, what capital gains are and what happens if you, you know... Sell yeah. a stock and in, instead of trading, process, it, you know, it's like how to speak in fifty government forms, you know. Yeah, right. yeah no, no. But like, speaking no. of deductions, that's yeah. another area. What like Joe talked about, like you brought up the museums. Museums are either paying artists for their art for it to be kept there, or the artists yeah. are getting a tax deduction. Mm-hmm. In order, so they're getting money in some way, shape, or, or form. Yeah. They're either for the fact the that they're art art being in the art. Depends on the museum. Some or, museums or, go by donation alone; like they'll they'll get their right. stuff. Like but, take the Dollar or, Museum out in St. Pete. It's all stuff right. that's been donated to the museum. Mm-hmm. Or your but, but that donation, but that donation that is a tax is tax stuff. deductible. Yeah, that that donation is tax deductible because it yeah. is a donation to a nonprofit. So therefore, they when it comes tax time, they do get some money back for that. I don't mean the that, like the, the the donations of people going into the museum. What I mean is that like the art itself is donated to the museum. That's what, but the, I know the that's what I'm saying. The art, whether the owner it be the artist the art. or the or collector, gets a gets a tax deduction for donating the art, unless yeah, they get to loan, donate. The, in which case, right. you can actually get. I think you can get like fair fair value kind of for like renting or something out of it that you can then use as a deduction. But anyway, well, speaking right. as a hardcore capitalist yeah. libertarian, I don't believe in tax deductions at all. I don't think we should have them because we shouldn't have taxes. Well, I mean, I'm not going to go that far. We should probably have taxes, but we should all be taxed the same way, no matter what we're doing. No matter what, I don't think the government should try to get involved and control our lives. <laughs> yes, I know Talking that, about a flat tax. <laughs> I know that Scott will hate that, but yes. <laughs> no, I, I, I do not. As Chris, as tax. as yeah, as Chris Rock used to say, you take yeah half of fifty million and you're doing all right. You take half of fifty thousand and you might have to kill a bitch. No, I'm fine yeah. with it being. I'm fine with it being exactly. a certain a certain progressive style to it but like getting nitty-gritty and saying you can deduct this or you can deduct that or you get subsidies for this or you get subsidies for that or we'll punish you for this syntax we'll give you that that gets crazy that gets completely out of control really really fast and And i I, I do agree that it's it's way over complicated and that we should okay so a flat progressive tax of some sort this is something we've discussed many times scott yes get off the rails with the tax okay so i would like to like i could get behind that I know. That I could get behind. I could get. I figured. Anyways, Scott can go behind anything. <laughs> yeah. If we could, if we could move on in the AI uh, stuff. Um. There, there is uh, beyond the copywriting and and the who owns the what. There's there's the next next part of all of this, which is, you know, for one, what happens next? Like, where's this going next? And, um, I, like we've talked about this before that I I can see the Chat GPT being, or not just this specifically but the the technology has advanced to the point where it can be adapted to multiple different things and mm-hmm. we can have like you know chat inputs in a lot of stuff so a lot of and a lot of clerical jobs that are rely on researching and like searching for words and then coming up with like short blurbs and and or summaries having to do with certain things a lot of those things are probably going to go away or a lot of those jobs are probably going to go away and this is going to become an exponential thing Mm-hmm. Um, to where it's much like the industrial revolution, but it'll be an exponential loss of jobs in the, you know, 
the white collar um, instead of blue collar. Yeah, paralegals you know? won't be a thing yeah. anymore. Paraly- yeah. yeah, paralegal jobs. If you're in school for paralegal right now, you better go. You better just go for lawyer because it ain't ain't going to be around much longer. Well, then you got other problems because everybody yeah. else is going for a lawyer. Yeah, right. true. True. Well, be <laughs> a nurse. A lot, there's a lot be of a lawyers instead. Just don't be a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, just don't no. be a paralegal or a lawyer. But, um, but no, you, you understand what I'm saying is it's like, okay, so it's you got this the, this this curve that is that is approaching where and it's going to happen fast and, and people aren't even going to see it happening. It's going to be like little by little at first and then all of a sudden it's going to be boom, this this new it's gonna be kind of like a single moment, like a singularity, yeah. like a singularity. Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> so. well, what did you have to add well, there, Scott? You're trying to. So, I, but that's where I think like and, and Eric and I like have some agreements on this, it, like a little bit along the edges, like some disagreements. But where Eric and I agree about the concept of a, like a UBI, right, um, a universal basic income. Mm-hmm. And to me, what that does is. I want the individual to have as much freedom as possible. Right. And I, and Eric, like, I think Eric would say the exact same thing, Mm -hmm. right. We just like have differences, slight differences in how like, uh, we want to go about it, but because we've talked about fairness very differently. Exactly. Right. (laughs) And so, but like, if you don't have healthcare tied to a job and if you have universal ba- basic income where someone has the freedom to go, you know what? This job sucks. I'm going to leave the, leave this position. And now you have better, a, a better market, a true, yeah, a truer market competition. Right. And so now you get to you, you because let's, let's be honest, labor is a commodity. Right. Um, and, and so therefore like, like with it being a commodity that like late, like the individual, if I'm, if I'm a commodity, then I should have some say in how much I cost, right. Rather than other people or other market forces telling me what my cost is. Right. Um, and so, or, you know, and, and, and things to, to keep it down. So by having a universal basic income that gives you the leeway to leave a job, right. Or if something like this happens, lose your job, and then the freedom to be able to find a new way in which to to support yourself, ex, you know, beyond just this basic income. But you're not going to just like fall through the cracks and just completely collapse. Right. Nowadays, we have no social safety net, no real social safety net. And we're yeah, seeing that because we call social safety nets, but yeah, they're not yeah. perfect. No. Mm-hmm. And, and, and from it. Uh, yeah, because you look at the growing tent cities that we have, like our, our reemergence of Hoovervilles. Right. Um, like we're really going back to that pre uh, Great Depression era and really they're just not home. They're not built by the government. They're just made like people are getting tense and making their own Hoovervilles. Yeah, right. So, um, during the Industrial Revolution, um, you know, humanity emerged from it far better off than it was before, even though we went from having. 90% or was it 80%? I can't remember. Um, people that basically worked on farms to the right. exact opposite that many people working in cities and in factories and in you know right. clerical and so on and so forth positions um and and in the end it, there was a hard transition there where it was very difficult for for some time and everybody there's much upheaval a lot of it comes down to the invention of the tractor by the way um that actually was one of the big turning points mm-hmm. in uh um in in the world for the industrial revolution at least 
For um, all the frustrations tractors have given you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I hold on to it so hard? Why? Because that right there. <laughs> <laughs> that replaces three men working in my yard full time anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, humanity emerged from it far better off with a much higher standard of living. But that was because the jobs that were were replaced by new jobs, you know, that 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 paid better, that had more. And I know there's a lot of debate about industrial revolution whether or not we're actually better off or not. You know, you can have some thoughts on that if you want, but ultimately. We're all living a higher standard of living. That's just philosophical. Yeah. So anyway, um, so what's going to happen now, though? I mean, I know you're talking about UBI, but is it possible that AI will beget more and better jobs for people? And if so, what would they be kind of thing? Can anybody think about what that I mean? Could you just be like an AI tender where you just like sit there all day putting in information into chat GPT version 10? I think possible know. to predict yeah. um, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, I know. As somebody who's studied a lot of futurism, that's yeah. where it really gets tricky is like trying to imagine innovations of the future. And that's mm. what you're saying is like, what kind of things will we but innovate when we have mm -hmm. that kind of openness to like a job market? Like if, if yeah. there is like a massive gravitational shift like there was with the Industrial Revolution mm -hmm. and a lot of jobs are suddenly lost what will we fill that void with? And it's yeah. really hard to say. Because people that are starving we'll to find something, but because people that are how. starving to death and homeless have a tendency to go and um, re revolt yeah, <laughs> and set true. things on fire. <laughs> and if there's a majority of them versus a minority of people with hat the, the haves versus the have-nots, then you know we're in a eat the rich situation, and that's a very very bad thing. Well, then there'll be so. a lot of jobs for like militant police forces. You know. Yeah. True. Right. True. Yeah. No, but but. <laughs> What, we live in a police state, what whatever, the, you know, like, again, Yeah, do. no, no, right? <laughs> Seriously, and, and, we do. Yeah, we know, we absolutely do. And no, so, no, no, like... No. But think of it ten times worse. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and with no, AI help. Exactly. <laughs> with AI cameras everywhere, yeah. Right. Hey, like, I that's what... Big Brother. And, and then <laughs> you got Ed 209 patrolling your neighborhood, you know? <laughs> Fuck Comply. Right. You have five right. seconds to comply. You have five seconds yeah. to comply. <laughs> If only a cop could get killed and then we could take his pieces and put it in a robot body, he would finally save us because he holds on to his humanity. Robocop through the will save the future. <laughs> Robocop. A, a man that, goes, that has gone mad because of the fact that he is no longer human yet holds on to his humanity and is constantly reliving his, his death. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. But yeah, no, like yeah. a, a great idea. <laughs> and uh, listen, but no, like, yeah, there will be plenty of jobs to create Robocops. Right. Yeah. And so, no, like, like, no, but I, like if we gave people the freedom to be able to access education. Right. Yeah. And, and and give them the opportunity to be able to innovate. Right. Uh, well, the knowledge, here's, here's the, the knowledge, is, both the is, capability and opportunity to innovate. Then we we'll get things. We'll get access people to education for what jobs, though. But if they're all well, taken, you but no, 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 but some that on, aren't, don't you, know? you watch Star so, Trek? <laughs> but Damien, so you brought up like the tractor. I also want to bring up during, you know, uh, is Norman Borlaug as an Iowan. I have to, you know, bring up Norman Borlaug, who was an Iowan who got a Nobel Peace Prize because of his innovations in crop development. Yeah. And he he was one of the reasons that we were able to we basically 
are able to feed the entire world right now is because of him. And he's from Iowa, and I have to give props to my mm-hmm. Iowans. Well, yeah. And I and also so. have to give lots of crops or pro- crops. Crops. That was crops. interesting. Props, props on crops. Yeah, crops works. Yeah. <laughs> props give a lot for of crops. Props to Ugg for inventing the wheel. Really helped. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Ugg. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You, Ugg. Right? Yes, but so. not like Thanks, Ugg. wheel was important to the tractor. So <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Couldn't have built the and tractor and the blades, the tractor and its blades. Right, the yeah. work, like, right. Yeah. And so like all of that. Right. And so like, thank you, fucking Ugg. Yes. Yeah, and Ugg. Jonathan Blades who invented the blade. And 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 was <laughs> did it, he was really? Uggs, was it is Ugg's that a real cousin? person? Oh, damn it! No, I wanted joking. it to be. <laughs> like, joking. hey, there's a guy named John Crapper who created the toilet. Come on, man! Like, <laughs> right? Like, I would not throw it to like go too far. Like, like blade. Like, blade is a common like name. Yeah. So, <laughs> was, it, was it Ugg's cousin that invented fire? Because I mean, I'd like <laughs> yeah. to give. Props to him too. Well, Ugg and Pyro. The gods. That was. That was. Yeah. Oh, right, right, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that Prometheus. was Prometheus. He's still yeah. on that rock, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that Sisyphus is pushing up the hill for it's some reason. Still pushing it up. <laughs> right, yeah. Thank you, Sisyphus. Thank you. Don't worry. Thank I'm you for fire. Prometheus. Oh damn it! The rock fell again. <laughs> You're never gonna get up here. Well, I need your help. It used to be shit house. <laughs> 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 what movie is that from? That's Robin Hood. Robin Hood. That's right. That's right. Uh, yes. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks movie. Oh, it's so great. Excellent movie. I love that movie. Yeah, We're men, one. manly men, men in tights. Tights. Yes. Tights. 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 <laughs> but yeah, no, you like I, I just looking for fights. Looking for fights. <laughs> I just like like. God damn it! Now it's stuck in my head. I know, right? <laughs> You're welcome. And, uh, <laughs> There's so if we get but if we give people the opportunity when you say like what what um what industries right well first off like definitely the energy sector is going to be a huge one we need to build our our like infrastructure we we did pass the infrastructure bill um <laughs> for all the good that's going to do yeah i i know it's not going to do much but nonetheless it'll do it, it will it, there are a number of really good things in there um but not enough but like no, like the the energy grid. You're so like cute, all of naive, Scott. That you I think know, that man. everything that it says is going to do, it's actually going to do. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, right? <laughs> I know. Well, I have very little faith in in. Yeah. Anyways, but like, unless someone's making a profit off of it, then that will get done, right? Getting Other than a that, lot closer. Mankind loves to self deceive. <laughs> yeah. Well, it won't get done. It'll just, like you said, it'll get closer to getting done. <laughs> right. Uh, but we no, like, like things in this it's, country. It's That's not okay. List there's, there's actual mm-hmm. things like if we actually I did these things. will be done one day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> Fucking And hell, don't even get man. me started on OBT. Jesus Christ. Hey, you know what? We had to bring, we have to build bridges to nowhere, right? Like, come on, man. Like, that is essential. Like, you got to so. build bypasses. Right. Right. <laughs> and so uh, uh, like hitchhiker's guide reference yeah probably. yeah, yeah. Just, yes <laughs> yes i i i just like the plan to bid on i do planes. like if you give people looking. the opportunity they'll have someone will come up with something like I, like earlier today i'm looking at like i got the like the facebook ads or whatever for this company and i'm looking at like pet stuff right and i'm like as i'm like doing the sideways scroll or whatever and I'm like, holy shit, this is great that they that somebody thought of this and now they're making it right. Because this like this little like soap scrubber or whatever that I use for my dishes. Oh, they've got one for dogs now, too. Great. I don't have a dog, but that would have been really phenomenal with my like two previous Labradoodles. Like. And don't someone coming me, up- 
humanity's ability to innovate useless shit to do. Like, take oh, that yeah. uh, particle collider they tried to build down in Texas that was, like, funded by the government. And they built, they, they like, dug a gigantic hole. And then the government canceled the project and then paid a bunch of people to fill that hole back in. It's, like, the right. biggest <laughs> example of, like, digging a hole and filling it in. <laughs> That's where that money went. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a coffee table book of just like (laughs) Japanese inventions of just like just weird shit. Oh yeah, Japanese weird shit. Totally. (laughs) I don't don't doubt that there will be a lot of like you know new uh, or 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 new new ways to to find to waste our time. Um, No, but not even that. But new jobs, like actual new like innovations and and creating something. I'm sure that 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 those things will come up. Yes, there will be plenty of that. But the question is, the the real question is, is like, so let's say we lose half of the jobs and we gain a quarter back. Is that progress? You know? I mean, if if the if the the standard of living increases, that's what really matters. It all depends on whether or not the standing of like, yeah, take a start. Like I mentioned Star Trek, but seriously, take like a Roddenberry version of utopia future. And like the idea that we have so much free time on our hands that we can basically just do whatever we want. And we'll use that That, to progress humanity. I'm a little bit cynical. That would be great. I'm very cynical about that concept, (laughs) though, because what typically happens is is that um, the, everything shifts over further. So the middle class has been shrinking for years, you know, due to lack of funding, basically. Um, and, and so, you know, the, the amount of money... Redistribution to the yeah, top. Yeah, redistribution to the top. Uh, so the amount of money that's available... Well, physically, they've been getting bigger. <laughs> yeah, true. true. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's like, and that, and that seems to be the trend. So is that going to continue? Because what's going to basically happen is when a whole bunch of people lose their jobs... And fewer are created. That's going to leave le- more that are left out, basically. So, well, and and we don't want a- and as a society, we don't want to leave our people out, you know. And if if the if the people at the top become callous to that concept, you know, then then you know what we failed as a society, as far as I'm concerned. That's what you know, I mean. So. As a science fiction writer, yeah. I have to bring up yeah. H.G. Wells. This is what he yeah. was worried about. This was like his yes. obsession. The yeah. whole Morlock and Eloy thing. The time yeah. machine was a metaphor for this. Mm-hmm. Yes. For this exact mm-hmm. problem. Yeah. <laughs> is that the, the more and more concentrates at the top, less and then there's fewer or there's less and less for the people at the bottom. So they have exactly. less. These have more. And that's exactly what I'm concerned about is that uh, more concentration to the, the ultra rich, because anytime there's new technology and, and you know, better dest- distribution and faster and yada, yada, yada. Um, it seems to be me that billionaires get more billionaire and richer and the poor get poorer look at you know uh, elon musk and not some yeah kind of sort of him too um and uh, uh jeff bezos specifically um and then like you know the owners of google and and for even that microsoft but so and so this forth. this happened before yeah. in america mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and like and so oh, yeah. this is and, actually and we've seen yeah. this happen no before. no but so Robert this is where because yeah because yeah. i wanted to bring this up because um and this we'll we'll wrap up here um and and then um we're going to be doing um another episode next um but we're breaking up our episodes so that they're not so like big but eric had brought like up his 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 feeling that capitalism has done the most good of all economic systems um and i i my disagreement is in this because leading up to the Great Depression, we had massive capitalism, 
right? And what really built our, our middle class was when we created a, a greater balance between capitalism and socialism, right? When we started making like significant, like when you look at what FDR did in, in, in challenge to the Great Depression. Yeah, well-regulated capitalism. Right. Is, has, right. Yeah. Right. Like any ism. Exactly. Like capitalism right. to its yeah. absolute yeah. extreme. Shit will will go back. So I, I like I, so I bring it back to mm-hmm. a a a balance. Like and to me and that's when you're and, and again I don't think I think the balance between capitalism and socialism is what creates the greatest harmony in the world. Um, when you have that that you know option you know that opportunity for for personal development and growth yet we're also having a responsibility to our brothers and sisters of being able to ensure that no one's getting you know falling off the boat right a rising tide lifts all ships you yeah know, kind and of it should we have to make sure that we're not like right. kicking but them some, off sh- life some ships are bigger yeah. than others right yeah i don't no, disagree I, with I, that, that. That, I mean, that just goes back to Madison, which I know I've talked about before, yeah. is that, like, the idea that America works as an argument, that, like, when people are are fighting for their ideals and their ideals conflict, what you wind up getting is a compromise where every, where you get the benefits of both. That's, that's the ideal. Um, and that's what Madison was striving for. And I think... We pretty much achieved what he was going for. I think maybe we've, we've, we've kind of started spiraling out of control, but, like... The idea that you can have two things that seem diametrically opposed, capitalism and socialism, and you can find a harmony. Yeah. And that would that would lead to some kind of prosperity. I do believe that. I, I think you're right on. I think you're right on the money there. No, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true capitalist. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's it. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and and I think like, again, this is where like, I, I think all of us, right? We all like have these conversations and we respect each other because we all know like, like, I, and I think like all of us, like, there's the few outliers that are like just sociopaths and what have you. But for the most part, all of us have empathy towards our brothers and sisters, like, you know, our, our siblings in humanity. All of us, you know, at the heart, when when you get to talk with an actual person, even if you disagree with them and you're truly just like having a conversation like and not falling into that trap of r- outrage machine, right, that you actually get, you know, an understanding of like. I want to help this person. I don't want them hurt. Right. I don't. And that's where, like, when I listen to MAGA, I try to, like, understand, like, the reason Trump got into office was because Republicans failed. A lot of people voted for Obama because he was saying hope and change and all that stuff. But then we failed. Then, like, my side failed because no, it was just the same old bullshit. So they brought in Trump because, again, either he's going to tear it all down or he's going to do what he says. And either one of those is better than what we have right now. So I don't I don't dispute that concept, because, again, like Damien said, we're getting to a point where this is so con- so oppressive. Right. This is an oppressive system that we're in right now. And that if we a lot of people th- do feel like it's a dystopia. Yeah. 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 And if we continue with this. 
there will be like Nick Hanauer had that that podcast that he did called Pitchport Pitchforks uh, Economics, and and the whole thing is like he's a guy that made money off of like the the Silicon era and all that stuff, made millions and everything, and he was like would talk to people up there, and he's like, no, if we don't pay our fair share in taxes, if we don't, if we keep on taking these loopholes and taking money from the bottom and keeping it for ourselves. They're going to come after us for the with the pitchforks like they already put a guillotine in Jeff Bezos at the front of Jeff Bezos's house during one of the elections, like um, during one of the primaries is like either 2016 or 2020 primary. They put a guillotine in front of Bezos's house because it's like we're coming for 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 the the billionaires and the big the big corporations that don't want to pay the taxes because they have some sort of philosophical issue with that. Pay your employees more. Just pay them more because mm-hmm. that's an expense. You don't have but, to pay taxes on that aside from so, employment, besides from, you know, their their actual FICA and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, so. But that was the point of the higher taxes in the past is that yeah. it because it's a tax on the profits. Right. So if they if they then invested back if they into want to the reduce company, their profits, though, to, so they have a less right, tax they invest burden, in back into the company employees more, you know. But so. there's an uh, but but the corporations by law have to make profit. Yeah, and they're I'm not saying they and, don't need and they've to. been but that's also a misnomer that's there, only Scott. they don't have to make profit by law that's not a law at no, some point they're going to hit no, a point no yeah no the ceo the ceo yeah. absolutely has to do everything within his power in order to make profit mm. the ceo right? might have to but the, a corporation does not have to make profit the yeah, CEO picks the board. Yes, it does. It yes, it stay does. open for very long. Yes. No, by law, it has to. It's not just the economic yeah. reality. Legally, they have to work to make mm-hmm. a profit. If they're not working to make a profit, they are in violation of the law. And, You're talking and, about the and, CEO. Yeah. The and CEO, the, the board, the and the – Yeah. All the okay. the executive, the, by law. And because they have to make – because mm-hmm. they don't work for America, the, the employees, or mm-hmm. any of that stuff. They work for the shareholders. They mm-hmm. have to make the shareholders' profits. And if they don't make the 15% that they've been making year after year after year, then – for those again, that's why they do. That's why they do the stock buybacks. That's why they do, and and that's why Biden's trying to raise the the tax on on stock buybacks to disincentivize you know them from doing that. But artificially raising those that inc- then all of those benefits goes to the stockholders, and it artificially keeps that fifteen percent increase that companies mm-hmm. have been having year after well, the, year after year after simple year since the odds. Thing that they could do is they could no longer they could well buy back their stocks, no longer be public. And then they don't have to continuously make whatever, you know, profits need to be made in order to uh, hmm. privatize know. business. That's no, go. that's what that's that's, that's what Jeff, no, that's <laughs> what Jeff, <laughs> no, 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 no. But, well, what, but, I'm, what I'm saying, no, no, no. though, is so, that, uh, you know, like a, a business is not required to make profit by law. If it's My business is not yeah, required to yeah. make it's a bi- private to, business. Yeah, yeah. Um, a corporation is not required business. to make money by law. Only one that is traded publicly is, and that's right. only because it owes the money to its shareholders. The number right. of private, yeah. big corporations. corporations out there is extremely small, and, and that's fine. <laughs> no. I'm just saying that. In, in, in what I'm saying is that there's a there's a misunderstanding here about all of this. Is that Businesses are not required to make money. They can go out of business all the fucking time by going bankrupt and not having any money. And uh, that's how yeah. it should work with corporations yeah. too. Then I agree. We would actually, have capitalism. Right. Yeah. And, and right. I agree with <laughs> what you're what you're you're, you're saying. Scott, and and, and Jeff that, Bezos, yeah. Jeff Bezos, like again, you like you guys know like my issues with him. But he even mm-hmm. said his biggest 
um, mistake was mm-hmm. making Amazon public. Mm-hmm. And and he will like he will not do that. Like he he owns Blue Origin. He has no intention of making Blue Origin public. It's a private company. It's his. Mm-hmm. And he gets to control it. Makes all the decisions. Da 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 da. And so in that case, yes. And in that case, he actually treats his employees at Blue Origin a lot better than Amazon employees get treated because they have to maximize because Amazon is public. It has to maximize profits for the shareholders, whereas like Jeff Bezos, you know, can. And again, that's the issue between SpaceX and Blue Origin, like SpaceX. There's a lot of issues that have, like a number of people that like leave SpaceX to go to Blue Origin because Musk, because it's private, he doesn't have to um, actually uh, he can treat his employees in, in a lot of different ways. And he he does. And <laughs> Yeah. Bezos, like, and again, like, but again, they, they have different styles and there's benefits to both styles, but, but Bezos, like, there's a big, you know, push to, to do it right, the right way or whatever. Whereas, you know, in, in SpaceX, there's a lot of like, let's blow stuff, stuff up that benefits because then you get to see what happens, what's wrong and what have you, but it also costs a lot of money. So like, again, there's some give and take or whatever, but like fast and loose versus, yeah, that's Bezos's mindset of like, where he says his biggest mistake was taking Amazon private. And so, um, again, so, so yeah, taking it public. I mean, yeah. yeah. And, and so, and you know, and and Tesla's public. Right. And so now because of Musk going and buying Twitter, um, Tesla, yeah. Like (laughs) fucking moron (laughs) who would want to buy Twitter? (laughs) Well, No, like, well, but who wants to buy a, a, a who wants to buy a newspaper? You buy the newspaper or you buy Twitter because now you control the narrative, right? Go like going back to Citizen Kane. I'm not debating why he bought it, Scott. I'm just saying it was a. Stupid oh no no no! It's absolutely it was stupid. Yeah, it was absolutely exactly stupid. He didn't he think he would have. He didn't. Yeah. He never. I, I think. I don't think he ever actually thought he was going to actually have to buy it. I, I think he was just no, talking shit. And then they, and then, but he got himself in 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 to such an extent that he violated the, the, the agreement yeah. and then was forced to because he violated, because he, he's a fucking moron anyways. Yeah. But that's kind of what happened to Trump and how he became president. I don't think he <laughs> right. yeah, was running. It is. I don't think so. I, I, I don't think he wanted to hundred percent there. That's yeah. <laughs> he, he did not want to be, he was doing it to get more, more business is all it was. Yes. It was to to drum was. up advertisement. Uh, uh, yeah. It was free advertisement. Found out yeah. He was in the white house and what the hell yep. happened? Yep. <laughs> In fact, I, I heard I, or I read a story where somebody that was in the room when they told him that he won and it was like Melania, like, you know, like sighed and, and slumped or something like that. And, she was and crying. Had, yeah. And Trump had this look on his face like, oh, fuck, kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I read that. Too. They didn't I read that even too. have yeah, yeah. a pre-prepared like acceptance speech or anything. I remember that. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Because they didn't they think didn't he think was ever going to win. Yeah. They never thought he was going to win. They always thought he was going to lose. But that's. Speaking of dystopian futures. We can talk about that in the next <laughs> yeah, part. That, yeah, that there you go. <laughs> All right. And I'll tell you so, why I think Trump has a good chance of winning again. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, um, so, won't yeah. shut up about him? Yeah. That would be the post-scandal yeah. society yeah, we'll, we'll stuff that, that I had. Yeah. 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 Post-scandal yeah. society. That's what leading, I wanted to talk Just leading about. it yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in there for you, Eric. Perfect. Post-scandal yeah. society. All right. So, all right, y'all. Much love. It's been fun. Thanks for listening. It's been fun. Alright, and we're...
Meow. Dick.